This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Wednesday, September 14th. A threatened rail strike could affect several thousand rail workers in Georgia and tie up thousands of containers at the Port of Savannah while adding to delays and costs for consumers and companies. The widespread shutdown set for Friday hinges on talks among railroad companies, including Atlanta-based Norfolk Southern and unions representing about half the nation's 115,000 railway workers. The outcome has implications for the labor movement, the political climate, and the economy. For workers, the stakes are conditions they say are harsh and unfair, including extended work periods without a day off. For the economy, according to an industry estimate, the stakes are roughly $2 billion a day. A dozen unions currently represent rail workers, and two of the largest have not reached a deal with the companies. In other news, former Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms said at a Tuesday voting access event that strict new election laws enacted by Republican lawmakers around the country, including in Georgia, are discouraging people from voting. Bottoms, a Democrat who is now a senior aide for public engagement to President Joe Biden, raised concerns about a lack of enthusiasm ahead of midterm elections that will not only decide control of statewide offices, but the U.S. House and Senate. Bottom said Georgia's voting law, passed in the wake of former President Donald Trump's loss in 2020, includes provisions that especially harm minority voters. Georgia, which Biden carried by about 12,000 votes, enacted new rules on absentee voting and restricted the use of drop boxes, two targets of Trump's false claims of widespread voting fraud here and in other states. People of color cast absentee ballots at a higher rate than white voters in 2020, and they're less likely to have a driver's license, the primary form of ID for absentee voting under the law. Bottoms' remarks closely echo those by Biden and other administration officials who have likened new Republican-backed voting changes to Jim Crow-era restrictions. Up next, U.S. Senate hopeful Herschel Walker paints a bleak picture of the economy, soaring inflation, high taxes, and wasteful government spending. But listen to Governor Brian Kemp, and a far different image emerges, one where jobs are being created and investment is flourishing. It's routine for candidates from competing parties to have divergent views on big issues, but Walker and Kemp are both Republicans at the top of the ticket in Georgia. The sharp divide is unusual and underscores how tricky it has been for the GOP to run on the wobbly economy this election cycle. Polls show the economy is top of mind for most voters heading into the midterm elections and how candidates frame pocketbook issues could prove critical at the ballot box. There are some signs the economy may be rebounding, but still, some economists warn a recession is imminent. And technology giant Cisco is hoping a multi-million dollar gift to Atlanta's black colleges will help cultivate the next generation of black entrepreneurs. Through a partnership with the Black Economic Alliance, a national nonprofit that promotes generational wealth building for the black community, Cisco is making a $5 million commitment in grants and technical services to Spelman College, Morehouse College, and Clark Atlanta University. Cisco said the donations are part of a $150 million commitment to social justice and HBCUs and across the country, strengthening our workforce and providing access to education and technology. The money will be used to create graduate programming for a Center for Black Entrepreneurship, CBE, at CAU, while expanding current CBE programming at Morehouse and Spelman. BEA Foundation President Samantha Tweedy called the mission of equipping the next generation of black founders with both the training and resources game-changing. The presidents of each of the three colleges praised the announcement. Spoken Layer